Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you this time, Brother Munn, speaking. Our program here called A Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book. It's good to be with you. It's Psalm chapter 90, verse 2. It talks about, well, the psalmist, David himself. Oh, he's talking about how great God is. And he said, from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. What a statement. God from the beginning to the end, and God has no beginning and he has no end. He's everything in between. I cannot fathom the word everlasting, nor the word eternal. Look about the word everlasting. It means eternal, perpetual, continuing, indefinitely, endless duration, never ending. I cannot understand that. God is in another realm of life, another dimension. I'm stuck here with temporal things. Everything I have has a beginning. Everything I see has a beginning. And it has an end. For that being true, it's hard to grasp this, that this everlasting God lives forever. His works are forever. His attributes are forever. Yesterday, we talked about one of those attributes. As far as his love, remember the statement made in Jeremiah chapter 31? God's talking to the nation of Israel through Jeremiah. And he said, I've loved thee with an everlasting love. Oh, what a thought that not only... Do I know a God that's from everlasting to everlasting? But this God has everlasting attributes, and one of them is love, and he has promised me love forever. No matter my state here upon the face, no matter where I love, whether I love him in return or not, it's not based on that because God's love is everlasting. I'm blessed with a God that loves forever. Not only that, but I find in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, let's get something here in the New Testament. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 16. It says, Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comforts your hearts and establish you in every good work. What is that? Everlasting consolation. What is that? What does it mean to comfort, to console? You know, we think about the burdens of life. We think about God knowing our state here upon the face of the earth. You know, God blesses us not only with his love, but with consolation. You said, uh, what, I'm talking about comfort. He's the God, remember there in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, he's the God of all comfort. Now, I need that. I need that. I need somebody who has bigger shoulders than I. I'm glad that God loves me, but I have problems here on this planet. I have problems with this whole vile body. I have problems in the sense we think about the ministry and things that we have to we have to take to the Lord, and we can take these to Him, and He gives us consolation. And my friend, it'll always be there. I am possessed with a God that will console me and comfort me forever. And this consolation, we may say, not only everlasting consolation in the sense that God will always give it, but this consolation can be everlasting because he consoles us from the word of God. The word of God lives forever. You know, many times I've had a phone call at just the right time. I have a special friend. Every once in a while, he'll call me a pastor friend, he'll call me and say, hey, preacher, how are you doing? And uh, it's exciting just to hear his voice. Sometimes the call comes just in time. It's comfort. You say, well, these people are comforting you. God is doing that through other people. One time a little girl 
came running back into the father and mother's house. She had been crying. She said, where have you been? And she said, I've been next door. And they said, why did you go over there? We told you not to go next door. Mrs. in someone's name had lost her husband. What did you do? The go over there, pester. I did not pester her. What did you do? The little girl said, I just crawled up in her lap and we just cried together. The woman had lost her husband. The little girl was there. She knew the husband also was a friend. And they just took a cry together. What is that? Sometimes some comfort that comes from other people. But we must understand it is God that is bringing us comfort. Now, he does not comfort us to make us comfortable, but to make us comforters. And this consolation is from the word of God. And there we find the promises of God. And as far as the word of God It is everlasting. God, the everlasting God, brings everlasting comfort and consolation. Until tomorrow, Fisher Mund saying goodbye.